Hello, everybody. This is Trish. Thank you for tuning in to Simply Surviving Urban Forming with Trish, where my ultimate goal is to inspire, motivate, and to get everybody encouraged to get back into nature by gardening, farming, or anything to be self-sufficient and reliant. But with that being said, my guest here today, which I'm happy to have, Jennifer, we want to talk more about how to stay motivated in a pandemic, which correlates to surviving in this particular um in the, in the world we live in today. But with further ado, I'm gonna allow her to introduce herself. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Would you let us know exactly um, who you are and what motiv mo motivates you every day? Absolutely. So my name is Jennifer Brand. Um, I'm an international author, podcast host, and mentor. Um, I reside in Alabama, uh, but I've traveled all across the world. I am a military wife, and I love what I do and who I am. I uh, use my platform to inspire women to increase their confidence in Christ by practically applying the Word of God. So I'm able to see the principles of God, the promises of God come alive in the lives of women every single day, and it's a phenomenal work and I love what I do. In addition to what I do um, entrepreneurially, I'm also um, educationally in my doctorate program for instructional design and development. I am all the dissertation and I'm super excited about finishing that journey. As we're talking about staying motivated, that is uh, one thing that I am currently fighting to stay motivated for. So um, I totally understand, you know, the fatigue that a lot of us are feeling as it relates to the pandemic. Uh, last, I would say I'm a wife. I am a mommy. So if you hear little people, you shouldn't, but you might. Um, don't be alarmed. I always give that disclaimer because they are little loving people that don't always understand the boundaries. So um, that's who I am and that's what I do. Absolutely. And we definitely cheering for you for uh, all of your accomplishments and in future endeavors. But, you know, I, I'm glad you're here. And I wanted to talk to you about because 2022 is starting off crazy. We're hearing things about a lot of suicides, especially among people of color. But you, you, you know, that we, it's just, out, it's not unheard of, but we're not used to hearing that people of color are committing suicide. And I think that have something to do with our emotional health. Like, you know, as part of surviving in this world is, you know, pampering and taking care of our emotional health. Like, what are some things we can do? Like, I'm at a loss. Oh, I, and you're not alone. There are so many people who are burdened and heavy um and and i think what the pandemic does, did excuse me was it exposed a lot of the heaviness that people were already experiencing i think that's why we're seeing so many uh black people committing suicide because we're almost in a double pandemic at the same time that the whole world and our nation specifically was sick and isolated and distant and having to be muzzled by the mouth and concerned about your health where you go what you do what you eat at that same time, we saw a rise and an increase in um, the racial injustices that our nation uh, perpetuates. You had all of the things happening between the countless names and people that have essentially become hashtags, you know, and because of this, 
as a black person, you're almost in a double pandemic because you're fighting for your livelihood and you're fighting for an identity in a world that continues to show you how rejected you are. So I, I like you, am at a loss and in pain that we're starting this year with so many reports of suicide. At one point, it almost seems like it was a day-by-day report. The same way they were reporting the increase in COVID numbers, the same way I see an increase in um, notable people committing suicide. Um, so your question, you know, what are some things that we can do? I would say first, pause. You know, I can imagine you in your garden just kind of pausing and enjoying the beauty, um, maybe sinking your toes in the dirt of your hands and just enjoying the the sun shining on your face, enjoying the sweet smell of the plants and taking in the aromas that come with being there. And I really believe that we need to pause. It has been a lot on all of us individually and as a nation. You know, so if you yourself, maybe you didn't have COVID or if you yourself weren't struggling with suicidal ideations, you probably know somebody who has had COVID or who knew somebody that had COVID. So all of these problems aren't far removed from us and we care about those that we love and you may have been infected yourself so again we need to pause we need to take a pause for the cause is what i'm going to say mm-hmm. and just breathe kind of like i said like the depiction that i drew about you being in the garden and working with your plants we just need to breathe in the moment i'm talking about breathe in the goodness and the wonderful things that are still happening despite the bad things and then exhale those heavy burdens and those things that we're carrying so when i say breathe in the good things let's take a moment and recognize well what is the beauty that is around us like when you assess your plants and you assess the soil and your tools and, and the beauty of nature like okay well let's really count our blessings because that will help to charge a spirit of gratitude and motivation toward another day, another moment. You know, sometimes we're moment to moment, especially seeing all the loss of life that we experience, and now, you know, seeing more lives being lost through the mechanism, if you will, of suicide. So let's pause. Let's breathe it in and then let's breathe out all of those heavy things, whether that means breathing out in a moment of meditation, whether that means journaling, whether that means therapy, or like you said, you know, um, urban urban, urban farming, like using an outlet because maybe somebody's listening that says, you know, I need a new hobby or I'm interested in being more self-sufficient and I want to learn how to garden, but it could really be a therapeutic practice that maybe some people should consider. I myself am a writer. I like to write. So I'm going to journal. I'm going to write letters. I'm going to um, write more books and, you know, keep up with the things that I have going on. So you have to find what works for you to really effectively pause. That's so true. I'm glad you mentioned that. We know financial causes, you know, depression and things like that, that, you know, people are going through. We know that being sick. And, but you know, one thing I noticed that the church is different. Like people are not going to church because of the pandemic, mainly because they shut down a lot of the churches. And then you have the big crowd of getting, infected with COVID, like, do you think that has, like, what do you think, do you think there's a connection with people not leaning toward God God more today? Because it seems like they're not, 
I mean, just from my personal observation, it seems like spiritually people are not going to the church. They're using other ways to connect with God, if not at all. Or they, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's like- Your observation is absolutely correct that people have looked to other means other than seeking Christ as they normally would have. But I also believe what has taken place because of the pandemic and because of the shutdown, there was a clear separation from from people who are a part of the body of Christ versus people who were church attenders. And I believe people that did not have a personal relationship with God that was strong enough to withstand all of the questions and confusion and loss that came from the pandemic, they fell away. The Bible says that even the elect will fall away. And I believe that a lot of people were holding on to a similitude or an idea of having a relationship with God by going to church. So when that was removed, they fell away through the lives of the enemy by saying, you know, oh my gosh, it doesn't feel the same when I just worship at home. No, the difference is that you bring your worship, you bring your praise, you bring your gratitude, you bring your spirit and its health to the church to assemble with other believers. So when you became isolated, you had no worship life of your own. You had no word life of your own. You could not understand and discern what God was doing during the time of the pandemic. So you fell to other people, other voices and other places of reason, if you will, places being social media mm-hmm. that said that this is what's going on. This is how we explain this. This is what you should do. So now you spend over a year, closer to like a year and a half, you know, because of the shutdowns, because some people still aren't that open, mm-hmm. but you spend over a year, year and a half away from God and what you knew that was keeping you uh, warm, I guess, to him. Right. Now you filled your spirit and your mind with all of these other things. And so you've completely are lost. And I just believe that distinction was people who really had strong faith and really had a connection with God outside of the church. And I'm not saying that people can't because they can. And the the pandemic proved to us that technology allows us to connect in another way. But I do think that that is why we see this great falling away from church attendance. Because now, as you mentioned, churches are back open. So maybe your church isn't open, but there are churches that are open and there are more places to go and attend worship if people aren't returning. What are your suggestions in terms of for those people who have disconnected from God because the church is closed? What are some suggestions for, I guess you could say, people that are disconnected or a little bit lost to stay spiritually connected and to know that, you know, God is still the same God, whether you're in church or outside of church? Uh, One of my suggestions would be to really found yourself in the word of God and to stand on his promise during this uncertain time. It is very easy to get caught up in allowing other things to be our answer and our anchor. But I would say first, allow the word of God to be your answer and your anchor where people are being divisive over, you know, did you get the shot? Did you not get the shot? Did you attend? Do you not attend? Um, are you are you still in Christ? Are you going to believe the new age crystals and all of the other things? Like allow the word of God to be your anchor because read the Bible. Is that what you're saying? Not only read it, but trust it. I think Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of people reading it. People are reading 
passing, scrolling my scriptures and quotes all day that reflect the word. We have to not only trust it, but again, move it into applying it. If the word of God says that, you know, he is my provider and that I am to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding, that I am listening for the Lord to give me the understanding for the season. So we can't just read the scripture and allow it to be that. Like, you know, let's get in our prayer closet. Let's get into our secret place and allow God to breathe his word and his revelation and insight on that text as it applies to where we are today. The word of God is living and breathing and it allows us the opportunity to apply to your, our unique circumstances as they are experienced. So I would definitely say, get anchored in the word of God. Like, memorize those scriptures. I mean, commit them to your heart. The Bible says, I'll hide the word of my heart so that I won't sin against you. That doesn't just mean so that I won't do something that I shouldn't do outside of my moral character. That also means so that I won't turn against God, so that I won't turn against my heart being open and receptive to him as my Lord and Savior. Uh, so first thing, get anchored in the word of God. Um, the next thing is find community. Community might be online, community might be in person, community might be in a life group, community might be in new friends, but find community that support your decision, find community that support your belief system, and find community that may be a little ahead of you but can keep you accountable. There are many online resources that allow people the opportunity to connect, to know God, to discover purpose, and to find freedom. And as a matter of fact, that's what my mentorship community does. I get with people, I come alongside their journeys and I help them to know God, find purpose, discover freedom and make an impact for the kingdom of God. And that is something we do in a virtual space. There are people who are in my city that we work with, but there are also people who are in other parts of the world that we connect and we grow spiritually together. Um, with me, you're going you're gonna to eat, you're going to get educated on the things of God, you're going to get activated in your purpose and your call, and you're going to get trained in the spiritual disciplines and practices so that you you are not lost. You are not um, vulnerable to the tactics of the enemy. So again, after we get anchored in the word and after we found community, then I would say move to action. Make yourself available to moving to acting on behalf of the kingdom of God. What does that mean? That might mean serving. That might mean, you know, going to your local homeless shelter, um, going to hand, buying some blankets and going to hand them out. It's cold right now. People, even though there's a pandemic going on, and even though people's emotional and spiritual states are upset, people are still hungry. People are still homeless. People still have medical issues. There are still people who are in nursing homes that never got any visitors. There are still orphans that would like somebody simply to play with them. There are still needs in the world that um, even though we're not paying them direct attention, it still exists and that probably align with the gift and the thing that you want to do. For instance, I know that you love planting and gardening. So, you know, maybe giving away a plant or teaching a young child in the community, like those are all ways that we can shine our light and make that impact. So those are the three points of connection that I would say that we really can do to make this thing tangible and uh, real for us. Right. I totally agree. And I'm definitely going to leave your information for those who feel like they need to get spiritually connected with something or be a part of something or to stay motivated in this pandemic, because we don't want anyone to be alone. We don't want anyone to feel that they don't have anyone to talk to or lean on, because sometimes a stranger is the best person to, 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 to tell all your problems to. 
Um, I just, you know, because most of the times, like we mentioned earlier, with the suicide rate, most of the time, those people feel alone. They, they isolate themselves. Um, you know, besides suicide, you have depression. Those same people isolate themselves. And it's just, even the lost souls who don't feel like they have a community, church has been closed, they feel alone as well. So you're correct. Find an outlet to feel your spirit. And like you said, move into action. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for sharing that with us in this sermon today. It may not be called a sermon, but to me, on this day, it's considered a sermon because I'm filled with your words. And I'm awesome. definitely going to use them for myself. So thank you so much. And again, can you tell us how to reach you? Yes. Um, thank you so much for having me. You can go to my website. It's uh, com. That's Jennifer spelled normally and Brianne, B-R-I-A-N-N-E.com. Um, you can go on the website um, and that's also my social handle. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is Jennifer Brianne underscore. You should be able to locate me there. You can always send me a DM or an email, but I would love to connect, get to know you more and grow closer to you as you grow your walk with Christ and on your spiritual journey. So yes, please do reach out. I love you guys reach out. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you.